Blog Talk Radio. I was trying to think. Um... It's IWS Radio featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy on Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas, Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop, with musical guests, Reverend Jim and the Wiccans. Uramina, Teramina, Falamina, Halo, Uramina, Teramina, Hala, Mala, Go. And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Hola, and welcome, welcome to another exciting edition of IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. This is J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, is a man who I hope will be my valentine. The Matt Man, bitches. I love him for the for the man he wants to be, and I love him for the man that he almost is. I love him. Aww. That's very sweet. Greetings, cheers, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Mad Man. And yes, I will be your Valentine there, J-Man. How you doing, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm picking you over <laughs> Renee Zoeger, who evidently finds me hot. Yes. She finds you irresistible. Yes. <laughs> and she loves you. So, How's it going, man? God's kind of... uh, cold, cold. Really? Been cold, been cold. This is our, well, let's see. We uh, we weren't on last week, the Super Bowl week, mm-hmm. and uh, two weeks ago, I believe it was cold and snowy, and it's cold and snowy this week also. Huh? Imagine that. Yeah, getting a little frustrating. Uh, more snow coming tonight, possibly tomorrow, then maybe really? some more on Tuesday. And uh, they don't they don't really know how much. And in fact, it's kind of re- reassuring or refreshing that they're kind of all just, you know, the weather people are all just like shrugging their shoulders and going, uh, we don't know, y'all. Yeah. They're, wearing, get, you know, they're wearing sweatpants in the studio now, too, aren't they? They've just <laughs> yeah. given up. Yeah, they've, they've, they've given up. Nobody's getting their hair styled. They're wearing sweatpants. <laughs> and they're just, you know, sitting there eating a donut going, man, I don't know, half an inch, four inches, whatever. <laughs> it's all the in the morning what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah, we the same either get, way, man. <laughs> that's right. We were supposed to get less than an inch today, J-Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got three. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I shoveled it. I shoveled it at the beer mine, conveniently located, of course, in Bagwan, Ohio, at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road. Mm-hmm. So that, 
Yeah, that brings the total this year of the greater Bagwine area. I've shoveled 47 inches of snow. <laughs> I have shoveled a midget, J-Man. I have shoveled a midget of snow. <laughs> snow White and the One Dwarf. Dwarf. Oh, my uh-huh. God. It's a considerable amount of snow there. And I'm sure that uh, Drive-By Mikey, I'm sure Drive-By Mikey appreciates your efforts. Actually, hey, I I don't often do this because there's rarely an occasion to do so, but I have to give him a (laughs) shout-out. He's been shovel shovel full of snow for shovel full of snow this this winter with me. Oh, well then. Oh, so you've and only shoveled day, 23 and a half inches or so then, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I guess that oh, makes sense. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> Are you sitting down, J-Man? I am sitting, yes. He's come in on a couple of Sundays to help me shovel. Ooh. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I guess we know what his New Year's resolution was. Be more helpful. And what's that? Be a little be more, more helpful. helpful. Yeah, Take care be a little bit more of a, of a help. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't dump it well, all on that all the time. Well, I think it's because he knows I, you know, turning 49, he doesn't want me to die. <laughs> somebody file a uh-huh. claim or something. <laughs> yeah. We hate for you to keel over at the beer mine. That would be so much paperwork. Yeah, there would be a lot of paperwork involved. Yeah. Hell, he'd probably have to shut down for an hour or so, you know, during the uh, busy time of day. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, if that happened, Schmoop would, Schmoop would finally be busy. She'd be filing paperwork all over the place. <laughs> The only the only papers she works she couldn't be wouldn't be filing would be your non existent uh, life insurance policy, right? <laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately though, for Smoop, uh, your wife will get that social security uh check. <laughs> Death benefit. Yeah, we gotta work on that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Matt Man uh Celebrated a birthday this week. I two did. days ago. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Had a great time. Has it been that long and, uh, ago? Yeah, two whole days ago. <laughs> and uh, somebody else uh, celebrated a, a birthday this week. Yes, they did. And I believe, J-Man, mm-hmm. they're in the chat room. Boy, are they. Our good friend, mm-hmm. our favorite Canadian, Miss Jamie. Oh, yeah. Celebrated. Birthday on the sixth, one day before you, yeah. being Canadian and all. Got to yeah. do it one day. There we advance. go again. <laughs> the Canadians had to do it before me again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, very special uh, happy birthday shout out to Jamie from everyone at IWS Radio. Of course, she shares a birthday with the beloved Ronald Reagan, Jamie. There you go. <clears throat> the man, the myth, the legend. Mm-hmm. Mostly myth. 
Yeah. The supernatural omnipresent God. <laughs> the man who cut taxes every single year, cut the budget every single year, and balanced the budget like you wouldn't believe, or something like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Personally whipped the Soviet Union. Kicked their ass all by himself. I know. And we want to uh, thank Blog Talk Radio for not featuring us again this week. It's great. You know, this is getting a little old. Yeah. You know, we don't ask for much. No. But, uh, apparently, what we do ask for is too much. Too much. So, eh, <laughs> eh, eh. It's a little hurtful. We ask for it to get featured. We get heartache. I know. And when I, in, since I did it this week, you know, I, I said we were talking about relationships, love, Valentine's Day, good stuff, good yeah. stuff. Good, Feel happy, good positive stuff. Yeah. A nice, warm show in the dead butt crack of winter. What could be That's more right. pleasing than that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a shout out to a few guests in the chat room. Yeah, Welcome I see them. that. Glad they could glad they can make it. You can always remember if you'd like to participate in the chat room, you can register at blogtalkradio.com. It is free and easy, just like your hosts. Exactly. And if um you don't want to do that, you could always call in on the Valentine Valentine's Day hotline at six six one two four four nine eight five two. Call us and give us your heart. Tell us what you're getting here. <laughs> Ladies out there especially, what are you getting yeah. your special <laughs> man for Valentine's Day? Because we Have know. Have you even considered it? You all think it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And I tell you, the, uh, the cold is just wearing me down, Matt. And every day, you know, you get a... The cold or cold? you oh. have a cold? No, the cold, the cold weather. God. Oh, God, it's brutal. You know, you got to layer, you got to wear, you know, extra clothes. You got to put pants on all day long, pretty much. Hate it. Hate it. Yep. You got to put on the uh, the hoodie, and then got to put the uh, heavy coat on over that, and the big gloves. Yeah. Go out there. You got to put on the uh, face mask, face mask cap. <laughs> <laughs> you have got it, the uh, the liquor store robbery face mask. Well, uh-huh. Scared the little you gotta kids. You got to go down to the bank and go down to the bank and cash your check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you got to go there. You got to you know you got to get in the car and you know come on baby start start baby start you know. <laughs> and I don't know how many other people do this. But when it gets down to like zero around here, as I'm walking to the car, I'm actually reliving my Catholic year, Catholic years, and saying a little prayer. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, and you know, in traffic, you know, you're driving along. You got even if they've been out clearing the roads, you got patches of ice and snow, and you know, traffic is, is you know, they got the snow piled up on the side of the road. 
And it's just, everything's just a hassle. Everything's a hassle. It is. And the car acts weird even when it warms up. And, you know, you get in the car and you hear all the, the icicles breaking. <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> and it feels like it's riding funny open. because you got you got all that snow and ice in your wheel wells and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then some dude in a big redneck truck blows by you and snow and salt and slush and crap fly up on the on your car on the windshield. Mm-hmm. Enough. I say enough. President Obama, do something about this. Yeah, it's his fault. <laughs> oh, you sound like you're cracking a little there, Matt. I'm a, well, like I told you, it comes and goes. Comes and goes. <clears throat> right. No voice, still not completely back. Had a week off, but, you know, you think that week off would have helped, but, you know, all that snow shoveling you keep having to do. <laughs> oh, my God, every freaking day. <laughs> oh. And the dirty dollar bills keep coming, and there's germs, and there's cold, <laughs> and there's shoveling, and there's wind. Mm-hmm. And people sitting there coughing on you. <coughs> I'll have a six-pack of Bud Light. Uh-huh. Then they and cough then in their hand and put them the in the wallet. Well, and then I grab their six-pack of Bud Light and take it to their car, and then, they, of course, they say, no, I meant Coors Light. Of course, you <laughs> stupid bastard. <laughs> no, 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 make it Keystone Light. Ah. <laughs> yep. Can't get a break. Although, Jamie. Oh, uh-huh. oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I had a little shout out I was going to do. A little IWS oh, radio ahead. shout out to uh, Miss Tessa Kate, who was from right here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and has made her way to Hollywood on American Idol. Wow. How about that? That's pretty. I know, pretty right? Different. Yes. That's for you, Tessa. We're all behind you here. She's the official represent. She's she's you know IWS Radio is rooting for her now. Yes, we uh, are. Had to go online and see her uh, her little audition, and she did uh, Folsom Prison Blues by her fellow Arkansan, Mr. Johnny Cash. Exactly. Yep. How does she play, play that guitar? She's a cute girl. She seems like a really nice she? girl. She's she's singing and performing in uh, one of the shows up there in Branson. And, yeah, she's got some huh? talent. Got some talent. She can play that guitar now. Let me tell you, she can do that. So, so best of luck to uh, to Miss uh, Tessa Kate. And another IWS radio shout-out to Olympic skater Miss Gracie Gold, who spent most of her childhood just up the road a bit in Springfield, Missouri. Now she's on the Olympic skating team. 
representing her country. But has she won anything? Well, they just started. Jeez, man. Well, I can't give her any applause yet. I'll give her one of these. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all about just getting there and competing. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Yeah. Get up there. Get there and you do your best. You represent your country, your God, your family. And if you win, maybe the endorsements will come. And if you win, you can represent Nike or Visa or maybe even Wheaties. I'll tell you what, that picture you put up of Tara Lipinski the other day on IWSradio.com uh huh. Now she's that grown up, hasn't she? Yes, yeah, she is. She's a little spinner. Mm-hmm. I bet she can spin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we're all very proud of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but serious question: How do they yeah. avoid getting dizzy when they're like you know spinning around like that real fast? Oh, I'd fall down. I don't know. I can't figure it out. I mean, I spin around my chair twice, and I'm dizzy. There must How be they an IOC-approved drug. Must be. Must be. So anyway, the uh, Olympics have started. I'm sure you're yeah, Oh, and I'll tell you what, J-Man. Your TV. J-Man. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> Speaking of the Olympics, mm-hmm. as we were. <laughs> Slider Ballcock is there. Is he? Yes. <laughs> What's Slider doing at the Olympics? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, this is going great. We're off to a fast start. Uh-huh. We've lost Matt so for a minute. There we go. So let's get an update from Slider. <laughs> Please, let's do it. Hi, sports fans. IWS Sports Director Slider Volskak here, coming to you live from Sockeye, Russia, bringing you all of the hot winter action taking place in the shadows of the Caucasian Mountains here at the 22nd Winter Olympics. As the Olympics go back to Roman times, I was astounded to learn that we've only had 22 Winter Olympics, while the Super Bowl has been played 48 times. So I'm guessing that the Super Bowl predates the Romans and was started by the Greeks. I'll catch up with someone from Team Tuscany and find out what that's all about. But anyway, the buzz around Olympic Village here in Sakai is that the hotel accommodations are less than accommodating. As one who is on the ground and living here in the moment, the sunsets over the Red Sea look pretty spectacular through the blocked glass window of my hostel room at the Gulag Inn and Suites. Although, the complimentary robe made of yak skin is a bit abrasive. But enough of the backdrop talk. Let's talk about the plethora of events that are taking place and see how the Americans are doing. The first American to taste gold was none other than Iowa's very own 
Sage Rosenfeld, who placed first in the <laughs> slope pipe snowboard event, which is iconic, because after years of relative obscurity as an NFL quarterback playing on the green turf in Minnesota, Sage found his glory on the powdery white snow of Russia. I didn't even think those Jews liked the snow. But I guess that Sage, being a former Viking, can handle any type of weather when he's plundering a city for its gold. On the ladies' side of the slope pipe snowboard contest, Jamie Anderson captivated the gold medal by whirling both body and board like a Persian dervish. So, perhaps the Itranians can count that as an honorary gold medal of sorts as well. As of this report, the Americans are second in the standing of medals, trailing only the Swedish team from Norway. With all of this talk of Vikings, Swedes, and Norwegians, one might think that instead of me reporting to you live from Russia, that I'm coming to you on tape delay from Denmark. As I make my way back to my cast iron decor hotel room, this is Slider Balscock leaving it all on the beautiful banks of the Yellow Sea and heading for the showers. But for more hilarity with Jay and Matt, you stay right there. You're listening to the number one comedy show on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure to check out our website at iwsradio.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash IWS radio. <laughs> Outstanding, Slider. Slider's the man. <clears throat> yep. Lounging on the uh, the beaches of the Purple Sea. <laughs> Slider almost said that, J-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they've uh, they've had some problems uh, in uh, in Sochi. Uh, things were not exactly uh, they weren't quite ready when everybody got there. Yeah, well, there's some uh, some pretty hilarious stories. Some folks in the media, uh, Christine Brennan, uh, USA Today, uh, tweeted out a picture of uh, two glasses uh, full of what she said came out of the the water tap in her hotel room, and it looked, looked more like something would come out of a can of 211, Matt. <laughs> when I saw it, I yeah. thought, well, Matt drinks that every night. He's okay with that. Why aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, that's uh, a shame. Yep, there was a story that a, uh, uh, a reporter from uh, from Montreal when he got there and he went to his room and uh, put the key in and he turned the doorknob and the doorknob came off. The little hand, huh? the door handle came off in his hand. Well. And uh, he uh, he declared it his first souvenir uh, <laughs> of the games. And they got maintenance up there who uh, couldn't figure out, couldn't get the door open, so he just kicked it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a badass right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> You know, you going to call and complain about that? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to bed, bitches. <laughs> yep. 
And a couple other uh, reporters said that they, uh, after being out doing things, reporting and stuff, they came back to their hotel room to find the door open. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep. Well, I hear that Black Sea in that area, there's big drafts. So sometimes they pull them open. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can only assume that most of the time, or the reason they didn't quite finish the uh, hotel rooms and stuff was because the uh, the Americans and the Russians were arguing over where each country was going to put their bugs. <laughs> you know, the NSA was like, no, 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 we're going we're going over here, and Russia was like, no, 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 that's our side. You know, okay, how about the headboard? Oh, okay, the headboard. Yeah, you can. You know. so. Well, that's okay. You can have Israel, but I want Bhutan. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> those Bhutanese <laughs> ski jumpers, whew, they have stories yeah. to tell, baby. That's right. <laughs> That's some good shit right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course, the worst thing about uh oh, and they had uh, signs on the on the in the bathroom stalls saying not to flush the uh, toilet paper. <laughs> And uh, and then there was the uh, the U.S. Uh, bobsledder who uh, the door got stuck while he was in the bathroom and he couldn't get out. the The, the handle wouldn't move and it wouldn't unlock and it was all jammed up. And so uh, he just uh, used his uh, bobsled pushing skills and blasted through the door like the uh, the Kool Aid pitcher <laughs> coming through the wall. <laughs> And then none so, uh, of the Jamaican bobsledding team's equipment showed up. Right. I think it finally made it like a, a day or two the day or two late. Uh, yeah. But uh, well, they were partying during the opening ceremonies. Let me tell you, <laughs> they were having a good time. And uh, NBC edited the hell out of the opening ceremonies. Really. Missed missed a lot of cool stuff. The uh, the Russian State Police Choir uh, sang Up All Night to Get Lucky, and we missed that. Go on YouTube oh. and check that out. It's good stuff. And uh, they edited uh, each of the speeches. They edited them so they'd, you know, have a little extra time for Bob Costas. And the uh, IOC chairman, they, they edited out the part where he talked about, you know, diversity and tolerance and love and all that boring shit. <laughs> And now Russian so, TV, J-Man, you know how the, uh-huh. uh, the fifth ring right, did not explode into open. fireworks and become a ring. Uh-huh. Well, on Russian TV, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the magic of Russian television. <laughs> <laughs> it worked perfectly. Exactly. Yeah, excellent. Oh, so uh, something, you know, some, some ups and downs. Some ups and downs. Yeah, yeah, I thought this was the 2014 Olympics, not the 1952 Winter Olympics. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. The only thing I could think of when I was watching the uh, the opening ceremonies, you know, and they've got their son, you know, the 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 Russian Revolution, and, the, you know, they indus- when, when Russia industrialized and all this, and it was all very, you know, all this very loud and, 
stern music. And the only thing I could think of was that in two years in Rio, it's going to be nothing but asses out there shaking for everybody. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> That's right, and I just can't need wait. need to show the events. No. No, well, see, Russia, well, see, you know, Russia, you know, they did that little thing, you know, going through Russia's long history. And, you know, so Brazil's going to do that, except Brazil is just going to be, you know, the time when Brazil was mired in abject poverty <laughs> because <laughs> they really never came out of that. And it's going to be, you know, really, really hot women running around in uh, Tongas shaking their booties, and I can't wait. You know, every 10 years a book comes out, and it's titled Brazil, the Sleeping Giant, and uh-huh. it never comes to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of like how Texas A&M has been the sleeping giant of college basketball since I was six years old. <laughs> Every couple of years, oh, they finally put it together down there, and they're going to be a monster. Uh, watch out. <laughs> Here they come. <laughs> so, All right, so, so much for the Olympics. Got curling, curling tomorrow morning, everybody. Ooh, nothing uh-huh. like a little early curling. That's right, a little morning curling action. Mm-hmm. Get your day started off right before you go and put on fifteen layers of clothes and hope your car will start. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. So that you can heat it up while you're clearing another two or three inches of snow off of it. Uh-huh. Are you done? Yeah, more or less. Okay, that's great. <laughs> I'll tell you what, J-Man, though. Mm-hmm. As Valentine's Day is approaching, you know, the day of love. Mm-hmm. I had a visitor at the beer mine Friday. Who was that? Rhino. Really? Yeah. My son came to see me. Ah. Fantastic. Really? He came to wish me a... Yeah, he came to wish me a happy birthday. Did he uh, bring you a birthday present? No, no. He He brought me a birthday promise. He said on President's Day. I'm taking you out to breakfast. So, there's that. I think you meant it. I think you meant it. Probably get a call next Sunday saying, It's not a good day, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little behind in my studies. Exactly. <laughs> Got a big test coming up. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, midterms come at you like a freight train. Oh, don't they, though? <laughs> well, it's good to see you. I'm glad you got to see him. Yeah. For a few minutes. Yeah. That's <laughs> about what it was. Yeah. He had to go to work. He had a, important things he needed to do. Well, he works for Sears and Roebuck. Mm-hmm. 
Best thing that ever happened to poor people in America. Well, anyway, that's 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 great. Did he uh, mention anything about you know giving you a Valentine or anything? No, no. Huh. Yeah. Well, all right then. All right then. Yeah. Well, you know who's big. You know where Valentine's Day is really big. Where? Canada. Oh, hell yes. And luckily for us, we have a Canadian. Yes, He's we right do. there ready to, re- ready to report on all things Canada and love and Valentine's <laughs> Day and stuff. Yeah. Our good friend, Miss Jamie. She's the embodiment <laughs> of love. She is. Take it away, <laughs> Jamie. Hey all you hosers, it's your favorite Canadian Jamie reporting live from the Hammer for IWS Radio, helping to celebrate VD, Canadian style. The first thing I should tell you about VD in Canada is that our rates of infection are much lower than in the United States. It's not that we have so much less sex than Americans, it's just that, like in other areas of life, we are so much more careful and much pickier about whom we have sex with. We are also not the risk takers that Americans are, so that has to be factored in too, eh? Here in Canada, lovers and friends exchange VD enthusiastically. Some people like to do it first thing in the morning. Some like to be random and spontaneous and exchange VD in different places, like the kitchen or the car or maybe a local park. Others are more traditional and give each other VD after dinner in the privacy of their own home and probably in the dark. Not only that, because we Canadians are so much more tolerant and accepting than Americans, you will even see gays and lesbians giving each other VD in public too, without worrying about being attacked. It's really a beautiful thing. Hey, wait a minute. We aren't talking about VD as in STDs. We're talking about Valentine's Day. My bad. Sorry about that, eh? Anyway, something you might be surprised to hear is that Canada actually celebrates Valentine's Day on February 14th, just like everyone else. I know we have a habit of doing things on different days than the U.S. so that we can have it to ourselves, but in this case, it really wasn't worth it to do it on a different day. But in Canada, things are a bit different. We respect men here, and because of that, men get the same loving and caring treatment on Valentine's Day as the women do. See, we Canadians respect everyone equally. This is what separates us from all you savages in America, eh? Any hoodle, I hope everyone out there has a wonderful Valentine's Day, and I hope you men in America take time to get your woman something really expensive. Also be sure to get your girlfriend something, too, but not as nice as your wife. More importantly, though, don't forget to get your favorite stripper a gift card to someplace nice, too. Now that I think about it, Maybe you should make a list so you don't leave anyone out, hey? Spreading the love around for IWS Radio, this has been Jamie, and I'm Made in Canada. Vous écoutez, je suis avec stupide sur les networks.
BTR, eh? That was awesome. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> I'd like Excellent to give Jamie job, a little Jamie? BD. I'd like to give Jamie a little BD. <laughs> and I'm sure I have plenty of it. And you would do so enthusiastically. I would. <laughs> yep. Yeah, up there north of the border where they respect men. Mm-hmm. Unlike and respect here. their men's VD. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not just any syphilis. That's a man's syphilis. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, she does have a point. Uh, here in the here in America, Valentine's Day is uh, it's not much of a day for men. It's the anti-men day. They should rename it <laughs> the anti-men day. Uh-huh. It's almost kind of like a man-haters day. Or oh, they could rename it. it if you don't buy me anything good, I hate you day. Oh, my God. It's horrid. Yep. Yeah, and you know what? The, the worst part about it, though, is that no matter what you do, it's, gonna, it's not going to be good enough. Oh, no. Yeah. You well, it five might minutes be, Jay, or... for a little, J-Man, it might be good enough for a little while until you're, you find that your coworker got something better from her husband. Exactly. exactly. Uh-huh. Well, that's cat what Valentine's Day on. is. It's what it's really all about right there. Because mm-hmm. women are awfully competitive. No, oh, I know. Well, I'll tell you what, Mitt Romney knows this more than anyone. I heard um, his wife, Ann, she said she wanted a nice arrangement of tulips this year. So you know what he did? (laughs) What he did? He bought the Netherlands. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's just pocket change to him. Exactly. <laughs> whatever whatever keeps knows. Anne happy. Exactly. He knows that if she had gone into her office where she works. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh-huh. gotten a stupid Vermont teddy bear, he'd look like a, a silly man. Ah, of course. Well, you know, you don't want to embarrass her in front of all the women down at the country club. No, you don't. And at the, and at the riding club and at the yacht club. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but, yeah, there's some things you can about. do. Yeah? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say there's some things you can do. You know, to to make it a little bit better. You know, well, to make a decent like day out of it. You know, well, you know, women love uh, romantic comedies, chick flicks. So, oh, yeah. you know, maybe you could uh, maybe you could uh, go down to the video store and find a good romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Offer to watch it with her. Mm-hmm. You know, just snuggle. Right. 
while watching it. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and get one with, you know, Mila Kunis or Natalie Portman so there's something, you know, worth looking at. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, you could do that. Uh, yeah, you can, everybody always wants to get the, I don't know any specific movies. No, listen, <laughs> I didn't do that much research. <laughs> Bollywood movies. You can always, you know, women love Bollywood movies. They're happy and Unless delightful. you're an Indian woman, because then you probably end up <laughs> dead at the end of the Bollywood movie. <laughs> well, you come back for the uh, musical routine at the end, right? Like, song yeah. and dance routine? Oh, yeah, everyone relives. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's probably the best present you could get a, uh, oh, a married woman of Indian descent for Valentine's Day. You get her a fire extinguisher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, most men are going to get their wives, you know, they'll get them flowers. And they'll get them, uh, you know, a little, little heart-shaped box of candies. But, uh, you know... Yeah, but those candies, those the little chocolates, you know, most of them, they got some kind of filling in. It's really gross, if you ask me. Red, gunky, sticky filling. It's supposed to be like raspberry or cherry or something like that. Right. It's usually pretty nasty. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one thing you can and then do. And then when your wife actually does feed one to you that you gave her, you taste it and you go, oh, man, that tastes like regret. <laughs> Either that or you go, God, man, should have known not to get these off the clearance right aisle. <laughs> but you know one of the things you could do, Matt, when you get your What's wife that? a dozen long stemmed roses, is mm-hmm. that you could take a little piece of paper and you could write little little messages on them and tape those little pieces of paper to each stem, you know, I love you more today than ever. You're more beautiful than you were the day we met. You know, something like that. Yeah. It can be little, like little promises, you know, I'm taking you to breakfast on president's day. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Stuff like that. Or you could, or you could write, you could write, you'll probably die sooner than this rose will. <laughs> Good. Women could do the same thing. You know, it's okay for a woman to get ma- a man roses. That would be yeah, nice. She could do, I'd yeah. like that. Yeah, she could, yeah, put little, the same little notes on each one, you know. Well, you know, this is redeemable for one free blowjob. Boy, I didn't see that one coming from you. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. You could do a scavenger hunt. You know, have her go out searching yeah. for her, her own her present. Just make sure that her present isn't actually in your pants. <laughs> After a day of searching. <laughs> Or if it was a scavenger hunt given from a woman to a man, 
he could go out and look for his dignity. <laughs> what? I didn't say that. I didn't mean that. That was mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could take her to, uh, you know, wherever your first date was, if you can remember. Yeah. Wendy's or McDonald's or something like that. And, yeah. Just be a little trip down memory lane. Just you would just be letting her know you would you'll you would do it all over again. Exactly. We have a chatty cat tonight, J Man. I hear Corky in the in the background. Yeah. They probably can't on the radio, but you probably can't. Oh my goodness. Maybe she wants a Valentine's. I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe she does. A little catnip for Maybe Valentine's I'll Day. Her. Maybe I'll maybe I'll buy her an eight pound salmon. <laughs> Lay it on the coffee table and she can gnaw at it as she likes. Huh. You can do that for a cat. A dog would take it and bury it under your bed. So <laughs> <laughs> to be enjoyed at a later date. <laughs> Which would be unfortunate because Schmoop would see that and say, Hey, maybe I could bury him. Under the bed. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you know who's got a big uh, Valentine's Day planned with his with his girl? Drew Peacock? No, Bobby Kraft. Of course! You know, Bobby, he's creative type. He's put some thought into this. And uh, honestly, know- this is some pretty good advice. I didn't know he was taken. No, well, how about that? I didn't either, but turns out he is. <laughs> he doesn't tell us everything, you know. He's a he's a private man. <laughs> yes. But, but anyway, it's uh, it's also some good advice for for people out there. So uh, right. take it away, Bobby. Hey, everybody, Bobby Kraft here with another edition of Mild Cheddar for IWS Radio. You know, call me crazy, y'all, but I actually kind of like Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, it's true. I think it's a really sweet day, and it's just nice to see friends and lovers trying to do nice things for each other and prove their love. It brings a tear to my eye to see the joy on my girl's face when I give all her my gifts to her that I spent hours and hours preparing for and picking out. You see, guys, the key to Valentine's Day is to embrace it. Don't mope around and whine and cry because you got to go out and spend all your money on your girl so damn close after you spend all that money on Christmas. You got to focus on the positive. If you just put out some effort, do some nice things for her, not only will she win the Valentine's Day gift bragging rights among all her friends and co-workers, but she'll get to go on social media and brag there too, and that's important to women. You know, with this explosion of social media, it's put a lot of extra pressure on us guys in the gift-giving department. We have to up our games on Christmas, Valentine's Day, and her birthday. And if you screw up any one of those three, you could be in some deep doo-doo. Women are just so damn competitive. None of them want to be the one who got the worst present in their little social group. Well, I guess there actually there's a few of them that do want to be the ones that got the worst present so they can play the victim and, you know, get showered with sympathy with all their friends and everybody tell them what a 
about to have their husband in, but that's just sad. Anyway, here's what I'm going to do. It'll all start with breakfast. I'll get up early, and I'll make eggs, sausage, and pancakes, because she loves them. But that's just not any old eggs, sausage, or pancakes. Oh, no. They're all going to be shaped like hearts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I got a little heart-shaped egg maker thing, but I'll cut the pancakes and sausage patties into hearts because I'm all artistic like that. And then, while she's showering after breakfast, I'll go down to the kitchen and I'll just clean it all up spotless because if there's anything a woman loves, it's for the man to clean the kitchen. It makes her so happy. Then, I'll give her her first gift of the day. It's a gift card for a free massage and spa treatment down at the beauty salon. She's going to love it. In fact, I've already made the appointment for her. It's at 11 a.m. and I'll drive her down there to it. While she's there, I'll clean the rest of the house and make it all spotless for her. And then, I go pick her up at 1 o'clock and I take her to lunch. We're going to go to this little tea room that serves, you know, vegan soups and salads and all that garbage that she loves so much and I hate. It's her day. We're going. And at lunch, that's when present number two comes out. It's another gift card. And this one is to a shoe and purse specialty store that she loves to go to. Woo! This is going to be beautiful. And in fact, since it's Valentine's Day and it's her day, I'll even agree to go with her to that store. And then we'll come back home for dinner. Again, I'll make it all and then I'll clean up the kitchen afterwards. It's going to be a filet mignon, shaped like a heart, of course, baked potato, small side salad, and her very favorite red wine that I think tastes like paint thinner. Now you might be asking yourself, Bobby, what do you get out of all this? Well, I'll tell you. She'll be all relaxed and happy, and that wine will make her so sleepy that she'll just fall asleep right there on the couch, and I'll get my present. I'll get to watch one NBA game this season without her nagging at me the whole time. See, folks, Valentine's Day is a win-win situation if you just put a little thought into it. For IWS Radio, this has been Bobby Kraft. As always, bring in the cheese. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! There you go. Make it a, a win-win situation. And here's hoping for double dribbles for Bobby Kraft. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking, you know, uh, if I had a girlfriend... Uh, wife, something like that. I would uh I'd probably do something big. I'd probably I'd probably take her to the strip club, you know, for her first experience. The strip club. And, you know, she probably wants to go. Get her a lap dance. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a, a win win right there. And her horizons. Yeah. Show her different. She can find out Yeah, find out what all the uh, hoopla is about. Exactly exciting it is and so it doesn't it it's not really all that yeah so 
so even when she's still your girlfriend and you go back, you'll say, yeah, see, I, I showed you, it's not a laugh. Yeah. You've been there, you know You know what's happening. Exactly. And, J-Man, I have to tell you, I think your neighbor has moved upstairs to us. <laughs> <laughs> You're making a little noise up there, does he? Oh, my God. <sighs> They've been making noise since, what, 9.30 last night, and they haven't stopped. <laughs> and that's, that's there, fine. Baby? I like I like to know people are having a good time. Yeah, well, yeah. I want them to be happy. Yeah, well, they, uh, they'll they're, probably uh, be gone in a couple. Partying? They'll probably be gone in a couple weeks. Throw their mattress out the window. Uh huh. After the oh, police boy. raid them. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, maybe they, uh, you know, crank up the music at about 3 a.m. and do a little line dancing. That's always yeah. fun. And I'm not saying they're not all American citizens above us, but... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds but, uh, like a Charo fan club meeting going on upstairs. <laughs> Let's just say that Luis knows them, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he probably does. <laughs> they showed up on his surveillance video one night. <laughs> yeah, he can't identify them because they're blurry, but he knows them. Mm-hmm. Ugh. All right. Well, that's great. That's just great. Yeah. I wonder where that guy moved to when he moved out. <laughs> yeah, well, evidently he came here. Well, maybe you could uh, get him a little Valentine. Take it up there. Well, too. actually, I wanted to go. Day. Actually, Jay, man, I wanted to go upstairs last night, and uh, you know, kind of work things out with him because you know I was trying to record. Well, Paul Pye was trying to record. No, well, you know, a little quiet would be nice. Yeah, yeah. But and someone got a little take, nervous. You could kind of take a broom and kind of hit the ceiling a few times and scream, quiet on the set. I thought about that. Yeah, in fact, that you know might, who was getting you know, really nervous, gay man? Who? Schmoop. Because <laughs> uh, poor old Schmoop hasn't had a good week, gay man. Oh, Sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, well, maybe she'll feel better if she lets it all out. Definitely. Hi, Schmoop here. You know, Schmoop, the official adorable unemployed loser of IWS Radio. And guess what? <laughs> yep, that's right. I'm still jobless seems as though nobody wants to hire a soon-to-be 48-year-old woman who is shrinking in height, has her once voluptuous bringing the boys to the yard rack is drawn closer to the floor. Sad by unemployed, sad day. 
You'd think I'd be better at this being unemployed bullshit, since I had to attend a mandatory State of Ohio unemployment orientation. I'm not kidding. I had to take four hours out of my rigorous schedule the other day to sit through a class that tells me that my prospects of finding a job here are dim. I have no future. But chin up, unemployment student, because you are currently receiving benefits, so enjoy them before they run out in a matter of weeks. And the other unemployed people in my class, holy cow, let me tell you, I will never complain about Matt Man's gassy-ass stank again. The body odor in that conference room was unbearable. I walked into my orientation smelling like vanilla and lilacs and after an eternity of social work speak left the class smelling like a New Orleans crack whore who had just taken her Sunday bath in Lake Pontchartrain. And this one drugged up, tattooed, wannabe, badass looking bonehead who came in late was being disrespectful to the instructor and everyone around him. That sewer-dwelling-looking son of a bitch made Andy Dick seem like a normal, likable guy. Come on, man. I'm almost 48 years old. I don't need this shit. Just pay me my unemployment, and I promise to use the awesome and really helpful worksheets full of tips that you handed me. I promise. Oh, dear God, that entire morning was painful. And dig this. Last time I yapped at you, I mentioned that now I have time on my hands. I have noticed that Matt Man strikes me as gay at times, and I refer to him as my own personal Marcus Bachman. Remember that? Well, dig it, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. It seems that I now have my own J-Man weirdo as well. In addition to being a loser, this loser has a stalker. He's tall, skinny, wears suspenders, and at 65 years of age or so, has his 10% hair trigger finger on his AARP card at all times. This wacko greets me in the parking lot of the Bagwine complex, shows up doing his shopping at Kroger's when I am there, and when I go to Walmart, he will pop up in the frozen food aisle without a cart and say, Hi, the jalapeno popper sure looked like a good bargain today. Damn! It's bad enough being stuck at home without a job and only having 1,239 stations of nothing on cable TV system. But to have to flip channels while my gay boyfriend is at work, not knowing if geriatric suspender guy is going to bust the door down and kill me, that really puts me on edge. For IWS Radio, this is the adorable, unemployed schmoop teaching you to please call me at home between the hours of 2 and 9 every weekday. <laughs> You're listening to I'm Stupid on the BTR Network and I'm Naked. That's rough. That's rough. We put on a good front, J-Man, but... (laughs) (laughs) There's some difficult times with the bagwine digs. They are. 
Now, if uh, people wanted to call Schmoop between 2 and 9 to uh, shoot the breeze with her, what number would they call? And make sure she, make sure she's still alive. Uh-huh. They could always call in at 661-244-9852. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. And you know what? We had a caller. Her, you, hmm. Go ahead. Yes. No, I was just saying we had a caller earlier, but they dropped off the board, and they never hit the uh, the one. The little blue question mark never came up. You know who would hit the one if he called in? Who? It would be this guy. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Everybody there. Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Ladies, guard your panties because he's about <laughs> to steal. <laughs> oh, hell, they'll just be throwing them at him. I know. I'm about ready to throw mine at him. I know. Just don't, don't, just don't put it. Just don't put an eye out. I know. Oh yeah, it's all fun and games. Uh-huh. Yep. And hey, Jesse pointed out that uh, Larry King is a uh, smoke stalker. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, but this guy looks Methodist. <laughs> he has a very average look about him. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, you know. That's pretty much uh, every uh, serial killer, right? They all have a very uh, okay. nondescript look. They oh, just yeah. all look like the, the everyman, well, except for John Wayne Gacy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's kind of he's kind of so average, creepy. It's scary. He's opened the door for me before. He's not. Right. <laughs> How's that schmoop doing today? <laughs> <laughs> How's your little lady? <laughs> I think she's pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like me them French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Here's a little pot of flowers. Why don't you take them to your little woman? Tell them they're from me. <laughs> <laughs> Baked her some cookies. <laughs> I saw her admiring the Nestle break and bake cookies at the Kroger the other day. Oh, I, I made her a batch up. There's 24 of them here. If I walk out the front door and find a block of Velveeta cheese on the floor, I know <laughs> someone has died. <laughs> Well, you know, on February 27th, there might be a block of Velveeta with a candle on it sitting outside the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's somebody. And then. 
run away real quick <laughs> in the hallway. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's always the person downstairs below us, and they're always named John, and they walk around carrying a clipboard. <laughs> And then they show up. <laughs> oh my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, when I lived in uh, Springfield, Missouri, at the apartment complex <laughs> I lived in, there was a guy, I don't know his name, it probably was John, who uh, was outside <laughs> with a clipboard all, all the time. He uh, mm-hmm. he kept notes what was going on at the complex so he could uh, oh yeah keep people in line and uh, yeah I called him Mister Peepers didn't really know his <laughs> name <laughs> Wally Cox Mister Peepers huh? yeah boy huh? I have such a wealth of unuseful <laughs> information in my head <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, like you know, maybe Matt, maybe too. right, right, <laughs> full of useful stuff. Exactly. Right. And as Jesse points <laughs> out, clipboard and means Jesse it's legal Burke stalking. Says, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Doing something official. He was official pretty if quick with that too, wasn't he, J Man? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like maybe he's researched that. And made sure that uh-huh. it was all cool, right? <laughs> and uh, maybe he has dual residencies, and maybe one of them <laughs> is below the beer, the uh, bag wine digs. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> you know, that's also uh, um, something people can do at work. If you have a clipboard and you're walking quickly, you can pretty much go anywhere you want. Any, because you look like facility. you're on a mission. That's right. A clipboard and maybe uh, a set of uh, safety glasses. Mm-hmm. And you're probably, uh, you're probably doing something important and people need to leave you alone. There may be an emergency somewhere. All right. You're doing a little research. Glance down at the clipboard once in a while as you're pacing quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, man, you should do something nice for Smoop on uh, Valentine's Day. You know, since things aren't going well. Well, I am. I'm, I'm going to wake up. Yeah, I know. You know, times are tough, but maybe you could take her on a window shopping spree. Jay, she won't leave the house. How am I going to take her on a window shopping spree? <laughs> She'd have me stop in the car every 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, how about if you stand with her in the front window staring across at what used to be the hospital? <laughs> she does that on her own. And let me tell you, this baby's coming down now. We can How is see it? Across the, oh, yeah, we can see across the street a quarter mile away now. Ooh, man. Uh, oh, I know. Making some progress. Yeah, finally. 
Oh, my God. Just tear it down and end it. Oh, <laughs> God. And every morning, Jay, I was trying to... I was trying to record this morning. All I heard was, That's when they're backing up. Between the people upstairs going, Olay, and, Oh, my God. How'd that go again? Olay! I think that's a new Buddy Acapella song right there. (laughs) It probably is. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, if you could get Smoop to leave, or maybe, maybe because you do have the uh, Bagwine cable system there, maybe you could, Mm -hmm. you know, watch a movie with her for Valentine's Day. Maybe a love movie. And if you're thinking about one that you might try to find, and I believe it is on HBO this month, our really? good friend Joshua, who we haven't heard from in a while, but he is back okay. as our movie review. Yeah, he's he's doing movie reviews for us now. Excellent. And because this is Valentine's Day, he's going to review Brokeback Mountain for us. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Joshua here for IWS Radio with my all-new assignment. I am now the IWS Radio movie reviewer. I'm so excited. Anyway, first movie I'm reviewing is for the Valentine's Day show, so you know what that means. We're going to talk about Brokeback Mountain. So anyway, we've got got Enos, and we've got Jack. Enos played by the late Heath Ledger, and Jack played by the unfortunately not late Jake Gyllenhaal. They've been hired by some guy played by Randy Quaid, before he flipped out, to go tend to his sheep way up in the mountains in Wyoming during the summer. Well, you know life gets lonely out on the range, and since Enos and Jack already prefer burritos to tacos, you can only imagine what happens next. That's right. Penis rhymes with penis, and that is what Jack is looking for. Love is in the air, and Enos and Jack engage in some hot man-on-man action. Well, we're led to believe they did. The movie doesn't actually show anyone taking a ride down the old Hershey Highway. That's because it'd just be too much for American audiences. I say they should have shown it, just to see if Pat Buchanan had a heart attack while practicing auto-erotic asphyxiation while watching the movie because you know he totally did that. After the summer of love, Jack and Enos part ways. Enos marries Alma, has a couple of kids. Jack returns the next summer, but Randy Quaid is all disgusted yet frustratingly aroused by Jack, so he refuses to rehire him. Jack moves to Texas and marries and knocks up Lorene, because, of course, a rodeo chick in Texas is named Lorene. Why not? By the way, Michelle Williams plays Alma, and Anne Hathaway plays Lorene. And to get straight men to watch the movie, they both get naked. You're welcome. So after a few years, Jack and Enos meet up again, and that old flame is still burning, baby. Hot as ever. 
and they get after it again. This time, Alma sees them, and you know, they just can't be private about these things. I don't understand why they keep getting caught. Anyway, Alma freaks out. If this were porn, she would have joined them, but whatever. Jack tries to convince Enos to run away together, but Enos is going through some serious self-loathing issues, and he just won't do it. Next, Alma confronts Enos, and of course they have to divorce. Jack comes back to Wyoming thinking he's going to save Enos and they're going to run away together, but Enos is still not having any of it. So Jack starts enjoying the company of male prostitutes down in Mexico, just like the rest of them A few years later, Enos tries to get in touch with Jack again, but the letter comes back and says deceased on the envelope. Lorene tells Enos that Jack was killed when a tire he was changing exploded. But we all know that's just code for got beat to death by a bunch of homophobic rednecks with tire iron. Anyway, Enos travels to Texas and picks up Jack's ashes so he can spread them on Brokeback Mountain. Isn't that sad? You know, this movie's best known for the line, I wish I could quit you. But don't worry, folks. I'll never quit you. For IWS Radio Movie Reviews, this has been Joshua. Stay fabulous. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a great movie. Yeah. The way he described it, I feel like it was in 3D. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I uh that'd be a great movie to see on Valentine's right there. Yeah, it was. sounds like a really really happy and uplifting movie. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So you might think about that, Matt. Oh. You and Schmoop, you and Schmoop watching that. You know, it's hard for us to go to the movies because you can't smoke in there. (laughs) (laughs) We'd have to find it at a (laughs) drive-thru. Hey, yeah, we we don't have a... Do you you still have a drive-in movie up there anywhere? Oh, yeah. We have have one, at least one, don't we, honey? Drive-in theater, and I think there's one in Dayton. So there's two in the area. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We don't, yeah. ours is gone. It's an auto repair place where it used to be in a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> it's not, well, it's not Holiday Inn Express and auto repair. It's two separate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gathered that. <laughs> I mean, there used to be one in Fayetteville when I when I was a freshman at the U of A, and uh, we decided we were going to go to the mall. And to get to the mall, you had to you know go up north of town and you take the little exit under the uh, under the highway there. And the drive-in was right there on the other side of that exit, and they were showing the movie about last night. And as we were mm-hmm. taking that exit, getting onto the highway, there's Demi Moore topless right there on that great big screen. Well, there you go. That reminds me of some of my teenager days 
when uh-huh. I used to go to the to the New Moon Drive-In with my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. One Miss Nurse Sherry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And if she listens to this episode, she will be very embarrassed, and I may get an angry <laughs> email. Uh-huh. But that was 30 years ago. Come on. Yeah, long time ago. We were so young. We were in love. We needed the money. You were young, wild, and free. Exactly. <laughs> He went to a couple of dirty movies at the drive-thru. Yeah, what's the big deal? And I'll tell you what, J-Man, one of the funniest things, and her and I have talked about this, not unrecently, but we, we bring it up once in a while. There was a movie we were watching at the New Moon Drive-In. It was just a bunch of naked chicks sitting around a campfire having sex with sex with each other and Johnny Cash was singing in the background the ring of fire <laughs> <laughs> it was incredibly awful but you know some things they just stay with you yeah but it, it was awful but yet it also sounds like an American classic <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm sure it was <laughs> The worst thing is, kids today would see that and say, man, that is cool. (laughs) That's quality movie making right there. That's quality entertainment. At a fair price. Mm. You know who else is quality entertainment at a fair price? Who? Paul Pyatt. Oh. He's even better than quality. He's outstanding entertainment. He is, and he has a special Valentine's poem for all of us from someone that some people may know. Who? Poetry and Such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life. That is IWS Radio. Renowned poet and IWS literary editor, Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the sullied boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a poem by the late Sylvia Plath from her recently discovered unpublished book, Reading by the Pilot Light. Here is Vapors of Love. I long for a lover who is warm like the sun, who will caress my hair and perhaps put it in a bun. I long for a lover who will strike me like Cupid, who will swallow me whole and doesn't act stupid. I long for a lover who is mad about me just as intensely as I'm sad about me. 
I long for a lover who will fill me with lovin' like a warm loaf of bread baked till done in the oven. Vapors of Love by Sylvia Plath. And for now, as I travel the road less traveled, I'll buy it. You're listening to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. What's, Excellent. Well, it's no wonder she killed herself. That poem sucks. <laughs> I could write better shit than that. What the, what the hell was up with that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, J-Man. I think we might have a phone call. We have a caller. Matt. 973. Nine, you were stupid. Hi. 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 Matt? Yes? It's Debbie from New Jersey. Oh, my God, Jay. We have Can you Debbie hear me? New- yeah, can it's you hear us? It's, it's Debbie really from New Jersey? Yeah, it's a really bad connection, though. Oh. oh. No, I think you sound pretty good. I can I hear you. We, we can, can hear you, you pretty really well. No, you can hear me? Okay. It's cracking up a oh, whole God, lot yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's up, guys? Well, nothing. We're just celebrating Valentine's Day. What are you doing? Um, nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> boring. I'm bored uh-huh. and I'm boring. No, what's huh? the, well, no, Valentine's Day is a week away. No, no, no. Not a week. It's only five days away. Well... That's kind of a week to me, so I got, I have some time still. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are you going to get, um, since you're from New Jersey, what are you going to get Chris Christie for Valentine's <laughs> Day? <laughs> a bridge. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, can you guys buy a little, like in, uh, you know, New Jersey uh, turnpike gift shops? Can you buy yeah, a little right. George Washington bridge? <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, we have gift cards. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you can go over the toll and you just swipe your gift card. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's not that bad. He's not that bad. He really did a great job with the um, with Hurricane Sandy. Um, the, right. the George Washington bridge thing, mm-hmm. mm, not so much, but... Um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I still kind of like him. I I I support him. Well, they all get you know they all get bad raps. Everybody gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Oh, don't we you know, know it? Just, yeah, exactly. And he's um he was right there and everything that happened with our Jersey Shore and. Um, our boardwalks burning down and people's homes burning down and he was right there, you know, with everybody else with no place to stay and, you know. Yeah, most most people forget about that. After um, Superstorm Sandy, then there was a big fire on the boardwalk. It was just like a double wind. It was absolutely devastating. 
like just mm. to watch it and watch the firemen um, chop down the boardwalk. I don't know if you guys even know what our, our shoreline and our boardwalk looks like, but they had to cut down um, Probably a bunch of, of boards. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a pile stand up to try to, you know, contain the fire from moving on to the rest of the boardwalk so the entire thing wouldn't go up. But it, it's bad, and that's our um, that's our thing. You know, us I New know. Jersey that was people, pretty upset we, too, you, yeah, we go I, down I didn't the shore. Know, I didn't know if that Jersey fire was going to spread to Ohio. I was a little worried. <laughs> it, was and, it was touch and go. Uh-huh. That would have been a really big freaking fire. Well, other no, things in no, Jersey have spread to Ohio. Yeah. No, God, no. I mean, I other, hate other calamities, things. but if something got that big, <laughs> that would have been awesome. No, God, no. It's just bad. I mean, there's people that I know that their homes down there, you know, in the Jersey Shore, their homes are gone. And we're yeah. not talking, you know... $30,000 homes, we're talking million-dollar homes on the water that well, I know. Are, are are gone. Just, just well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Gone. Um, I had a, a $110,000 house, and it's gone. I mean, it's still there, but I just don't <laughs> live in it anymore. And that's pretty sad to me. Let me tell you. So you, can, you can empathize with them. Well, like, give me the address, all right? Email it to me. I'll go I check will. it out. I'll go yeah. check it out. I'll make sure everything's cool. <laughs> oh, God. All right, guys, I'm going. It's snowing again. Oh. Again, yeah. we're supposed to get four inches tonight. Mm. And, um... That's it. I'm waiting for the phone call from uh, my daughter's school to delay opening again, which Because they call you at you 5 o'clock delay? in the morning. Don't you wish they would just close? Well, exactly. I wish they would just make the decision now. Either open call or not. Now. <laughs> right. Is it on or mm-hmm. is it off? But what they do is they call you at 5 o'clock in the morning, so... I wake up, and then i got to go wake up my teenager and tell her not to wake up. But I woke her up already, so, you know, that's just stupid. And then, you know, we sit around for three hours and wait for the delayed bus to come. It's stupid. It's just stupid. Just close the door. And there's school. nothing more uncomfortable than riding on a delayed bus. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never, ever, ever been on a school bus. Never. I went to Catholic school. Never have I been on a school bus. I went to Catholic school and I had to. Oh, here we go. Here's the whole thing. Oh, so you rode on the wings. Yeah, Clowley, I'll get the wrong going. You know, the school (laughs) uniform and the skirt and the knee socks, and we had a walk a while. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about that, Debbie. Yeah, I no. know, I know. It's it's hot. It's hot. Um it is. and and then take two buses 
um, public buses to my school. Nobody gave a shit about us. It was just like, whatever, get on the damn bus and go. So, <laughs> my daughter's got it made. She sits outside the front door and waits for the bus, and the bus pulls up, and she walks out the front door. Piece of cake. Oh, there you go. All right. I'm going to bed, guys. Enjoy your night. All right, Debbie. Okay, Thanks for calling. Thank you. Make a good pizza. I will. <laughs> bye, Jason. Bye, Matt. Bye. Bye, Debbie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Debbie. <laughs> All right. Again, see, folks, the phone lines see, work. It's easy. And, and uh, let me tell you, Jamin, I know Debbie. I don't know if you know Debbie. I know Debbie pretty well. She doesn't like to be public. Oh, really? She had the cojones, <laughs> had the cojones to call in. She sure did. And she was delightful. She was. Oh, God, she's awesome. Pleasant, sweet, and funny. Uh-huh. Great. Very 12-year-old like, just like you and I. Yeah. Exactly. Defended uh, Chris Christie. Somebody needed to. His hour of need. Yeah. So you know, since she hasn't she hasn't uh, done anything for Valentine's yet, uh we we may have uh, something that could help her out. Really? Yeah, our 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 good friend, our correspondent who explores the sensual side of life, has oh oh a as a uh, as a uh, as a little sponsor this week, and he wants to tell you all about it. <laughs> all right. Ah, oh, yeah. Drew Peacock here to tell you guys about Kinky Karen's. Good vibration stores. Kinky Karen has all your Valentine's Day needs for guys and girls. They have the ultimate selection of lubes, oils, and sexy clothes. Oh yeah, baby, I love it when my girl dresses all sexy for me. Oh. They also have all the sex toys you could ever need. They got dildos and flesh lights and companion dolls, Benoit balls, vibrators, synthetic vaginas. If you got a hole you need to fill, Kinky Karen's has a toy that will. Oh yeah, that's kinky, baby. Karen also has all the adult entertainment videos you could ever ask for. Everything from dirty mainstream movies to hardcore adult, including celebrity sex tape, straight, bi, gay, fetish. They've even got that hard to find Creepy clown and midget porn. Oh, what a bunch of freaks. 
hey, maybe you can pick up a couple of interracial adult movies just to piss off your conservative friends. But if you want something a little more, maybe you want live hotness. No problem, because Kinky Karen's Good Vibrations has live peep shows going on 24 hours a day. You put a dollar in the machine and the shade opens and you get to watch the girl or man of your dreams dance just for you. Oh, that's hot. Maybe you'd rather just watch your movie right there. No problem. Just head to the booths and sit on the comfy couch and watch the movie. But just be sure to check and make sure that couch is clean and that the door is locked. Because, man, there's a lot of weirdos out there, baby. Oh, yuck. So, for Valentine's Day this year, take your significant other down to Kinky Karen's Good Vibrations and have a holiday you'll never forget. That's Kinky Karen's Good Vibrations. Located in Redneckville, Arkansas, Bagwine, Ohio, Paducah, Kentucky, and a new store in Sochi, Russia just opened for the Olympics. Oh, international kink, baby. Let's get it on. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Jay Leno. Now that I have a lot of free time on my hands, I'll listen to IWS Radio early and often, just like you should. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, head on down to Kinky Karen's Good Vibrations, folks. Mm-hmm. I'm usually prepared for Drew Peacock. I wasn't prepared for <laughs> Drew Peacock's bumper. <laughs> There's a little curveball there. Yeah, I didn't see that so coming. Jay Leno, you know, he, uh, he had a little free time, so he did a little bumper for us. That's nice of him. Yeah. You know, his wife's name's Mavis. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure about uh-huh. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we wanna, like we do want to congratulate. Thatcher, that's like <laughs> Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. <laughs> As Austin Powers would say. <laughs> yeah. But we do want to congratulate our uh, our friend and colleague. Jay Leno, Colleague. Who, uh, that's right. Wrapped up a uh, 22-year run on the Tonight Show mm-hmm. this week. But uh, anyway, if you uh, 
you know, if you do go down to Kinky Karen's and pick something up, uh, you'll be ready to... Uh, Any big uh, Valentine's Day memories, Matt? I remember back in high school mm-hmm. when a uh, certain someone drew a little heart on her left breast Ooh. and told me to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drew it right. in. Yes, but. Pretty creative. Not that ink, just a blue pen, a blue bick. Yeah. What? What a sharpie. No. It wasn't perfect wasn't marker. A sharpie. Yeah. No. But still. And it's a good thing it wasn't. So pretty perfect. nice. Yeah, so. <laughs> As it turns out. <laughs> um. Other than that, you know what I do miss, and I always thought it was so cute. Back in grade school, and I don't know if you did that down there in in Redneckville, you would tape your bag with your name on it, and people would drop Valentine's into your bag. That was so cute. Yeah, well, we did something similar to that. We uh, uh, we 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 had to, everybody had to bring a Valentine for everybody in the class, right. so nobody would get left out. And right. we would uh, what they what we would do is uh, is uh, everybody would have to get up, and then we'd have to go around the room and we'd have to put the Valentine on their desk. Oh, cute! And uh, so yeah, and then you'd have a little stack of Valentines there on the desk, and yeah. you know, and every everybody would get to their desk and they'd take them and they'd count them like cards, you know. Hey, there's 23 people in this class. One, two, three, four, five, you know. <laughs> Who's the hater? Who's the hater? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we didn't, you know, we didn't, we didn't have follower counts on uh, Twitter or Facebook at the time, so that's what we had to do then. <laughs> but uh, they've discontinued that now because they just couldn't figure out how to how to work it because they decided that you know boys shouldn't be getting boys Valentines because it might make them gay. So, yeah. I think the really the, one of the big uh, Valentine's moments that I remember was uh, in seventh grade, and here in Redneckville uh, at the time it was seventh, eighth, and ninth grade was junior high. Uh, now it's mm-hmm. uh, sixth and seventh grade is middle school and whatever. Right. <clears throat> anyway, right. so uh, um, or seventh and eighth is junior. I don't know what the hell they do. Anyway, so seventh okay, grade was David. junior high. Continue. <laughs> anyway, and it was really really awkward when. Um, one of the girls who I think was either in seventh or eighth grade got a great big thing of roses from her 33 year old married boyfriend. Really, really was weird, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And then in high school, actually this probably started in junior high, but really in high school, uh, it was kind of similar to what, what happens now when, you know, all the women at the office, you know, look to see who got something nice from their husband and who didn't. Was, uh-huh. uh, we would all check and see uh, which girl got nice stuff from their baby daddy and which did. 
you know, it's a little competition. Well, I'll tell you oh, what. Poor Jesse. What? What? Poor Jesse. Jesse said he never got any Valentines in his bag. Everybody just kicked his bag. You know what might make um, you know what might make uh, little Jesse Jesse Ferg feel a little better. What? Some Tammy Tibbles. Oh, if Tammy can't make you feel better, nobody can. Yep. Take time to love with Tammy Tibbles. I'm amazingly flawed. I may not be beautiful, have the perfect body, great hair, a little insecure, hard to handle at times, stubborn as hell, outspoken, like to take the risk and live a little on the edge, a little OCD, a little spoiled, and like getting my way. Those are but a few of my flaws. But if you can handle those, then the amazing is worth it. I have a heart that is passionate, stronger than you can imagine, braver than I thought, loyal to the hilt, faithful till the end. I don't scare Mm. easy. A soul that is genuine, once I'm by your side, I'll never wander. I'll love unconditionally with all I am and much more. Embrace your flaws because they're what make you this is Fox and Prince, Steve Ducey. And when I'm not on the curvy couch with Brian and Gretch, or not polishing the zippers on Roger Ailes' britches, I listen to I'm With Stupid on the BTR Network. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned your... your... There you go, buddy. Fuck <laughs> <Talk> up. <laughs> Tammy is here for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, know, you know, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Fox and Friends and uh, our good, your good friend, Gretchen. Who tweeted me this week, J-Man? <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> she not only tweeted me, she lambasted me. Mm, she let you have it. She, she did. gave you the old zinger. Yeah. Huh. I saw her tweet and I went, ooh, tasty burn. Mm. <laughs> did you get into Stanford? To which I wanted to reply, to reply but I didn't because, well, I didn't apply to Stanford. Had I, however. <laughs> Obviously, you would have. I would have been accepted, in. however, I couldn't have afforded it. No. no. You could have replied, I, I would have been accepted to Stanford if I had sucked the same dick you did. But that would have been, you know, oh, that, would have been that would have been so low she class not and even uncalled attractive. for. Have you ever? Oh God! Can you imagine her without makeup, man? Oh my uh, God! Uh, Ooh, 
She Just this week, Santa was thrown out of a cancer center in South Carolina. <laughs> oh my God! Yep. He's hideous. Yeah, and what I love about all of it was that uh, that uh, what started all this was uh, you got great amusement from the fact that Gretchen asked if it was even legal for CVS to <laughs> stop selling cigarettes. <laughs> Exactly. Because in a fair and just America, it wouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, um, a a mutual friend, Andy Longo, said, hell yeah, it's legal. It's called capitalism. Hello. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Yeah, maybe Fox isn't a good, you know, a fan of that kind of capitalism thing. Yeah, yeah. And Jesse says she makes Stanford look like clown school. But I personally, yeah. I found her reply reply to you to be classless and rather thuggish, actually. Well, thank you. Yeah. Or as our friend Mystery Chick said, I think she missed the point. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery chick could explain the point to me anytime she wants. Oh what? God! Oh baby, what? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'd like to spend a few Valentine days with her. No, oh, you know it. <laughs> I'm not getting the love from the studio audience on that one, J-Man. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, uh, I think we've uh, taken care of Valentine's Day. Ugh. Basically, uh, well, men. I actually men don't think we do, have. Because well, I don't think we've laid it every, out. I don't think we've laid it out as to what it really is. Which is it's a boneyard of despair. <laughs> the only thing you got to do, men, is you got to do the absolute most you have ever done in your entire life for her and accept the fact that it won't be enough. Exactly. <laughs> and once you've given up hope like that, you become free. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yep. And then on Valentine's night, you can scream. I'm a big, strong man. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> or if there was a file. That's all you're getting, and that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's a rough day. What a horrible holiday. For, no. I don't know who came up with it, but they need to have their ass kicked. Well, you know what, J-Man? Maybe in theory, when it was come up with, it was a nice day. That people, all people, should love each other. But no. Gloria Steinem and all these other Wiccans. Uh huh. 
turning into a love of Mother Earth and all things female. That's okay. Matt, we have some breaking news. Uh oh. Hold on here. We have breaking news. Hi, Earth. I need to. Uh, I know. Well, give me a second. We're stretching this out a little bit here. Because I gotta Google this guy. Uh oh. Okay, here we go. Okay. University of Missouri defensive end Michael Sam, who I do believe was the SEC player of the year or something, has announced that he's gay. That's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Maybe that will was be... his Valentine's present to his boyfriend. <laughs> it might have been. He will be entering the NFL draft this year. Yeah. So I'm sure that will that will go real fucking swell. <laughs> mm-hmm. There won't be any... Embarrassing things said by other players, coaches, general managers at all. (laughs) I really feel bad that Miami fired their general manager, the one who asked Des Bryant if his mother was a prostitute. Because (laughs) you know this would be a red-letter day for him (laughs) when he got to interview Sam. Uh-huh. Now we're missing a big well, special maybe, on the Beatles may, tonight. Maybe a that. team will pick up Jonathan Martin and uh, this, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. this uh, rookie can play next to him. John and Sam. John and good Sam. friends. John and Sam. Yeah, so that's going to go great. I can't wait for that. Yeah, it'll be nice. And we got 10 minutes left in the show, so if you'd like to call in, it's 661-244-9852. Please do. Yeah. If anybody you know, would like to... Uh, Jay, you could wish Jay and I a happy Valentine's Day or something. Or just say, yeah. you know, we just like you. That's all. Just a little pat on the back, a little thumbs up. That's all. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not asking for anything <clears throat> extravagant. No, just, you know, let us know you care and that we matter. Exactly. Yeah. It's not too much to ask. Call us up and give us your reaction to this Michael Sam news. Yeah, I'm sure people are concerned. Yeah. Tell us how the the Olympics are going for you. (laughs) 
Call us when, up when you watch the Olymp- you. when you watch the Olympics. Are you saying great googly moogly? <laughs> or are you saying oh good for you? Uh-huh. And when somebody other than an American wins, are you saying I've been I say I've been hornswoggled? Which, by the way, this uh, uh, skater Ashley uh, Wagner, after she mm-hmm. skated, and they uh, put the scores up, and they had the camera right there in her face, turns to her coach and says, "That's bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> So she's my favorite now. <laughs> and when the Americans do win a gold medal, do you say this? Bam! <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. And, uh, Where's that, uh, what the hell his name is? The proud-to-be-American guy. Where's he while all this is going on? In a nursing home, I hope. (laughs) I can't even remember his name. Greenstein. No, proud-to-be-American, the song. Greenwood. Lee Greenwood. I know. Man? What? Yeah. You can turn on... Sorry, I'm not available. Please leave a message and I'll call you back. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Ooh, options. Hello, how are you doing? I thought I was calling my brother, but evidently I called someone else. (laughs) And you're live on internet radio. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. All right. Oh, shit. I hit the wrong one. Oh, shit. I hit the wrong one again. No, they're gone. Okay. Well, there's only a couple up there. How could you keep hitting the wrong one? (laughs) Oh, my God. Because these numbers are terrible. Yeah. Complicated. Shut up. I know. Yeah. Let's try Marty one more time. Let's do it. Okay. I'll do it myself. That's okay. What? I don't know his number. Oh, no, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to my producer. We're inside of four minutes here. I know. The end song is four minutes and 18 seconds. But we're okay. 
No, we got a little extra time at the end. Yeah. This is riveting radio right here. It could be. You know. You're always looking for that gem at the end. <laughs> That's the number you just Very called, good, right? I, I, I think this is going to be the time Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi, this yep. is Martin. Sorry hey. for your call. Leave your name and number and I'll call you right back. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. The number you have dialed has not been recognized. Ah, he's a jackass. I deal with the goddamn customers. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Okay, that's what you get for not picking up the phone. <laughs> you know, I like that where it says press one for other options. Okay. I don't know what those options are. Maybe like a fax number. <laughs> uh huh. All right, J Man. All right. There we go. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Well, happy Valentine's Day to you too. And I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope it doesn't snow too much. It will. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. All right then. And thanks to everybody for listening and thanks to uh Debbie in New Jersey for calling. Oh yeah, that was sweet. And thanks for uh yeah. Jamie for filing her Canadian report. Damn right. You can count on Jamie. She's always there for you. And like a few others. He's reliable. All right, then. Exactly. (laughs) As all Canadians are. Damn right they are. So we'll lead you out with this song and then maybe come by and say bye-bye again. Yeah.
Yeah, baby. Love Shaq. So you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. We're all loved out. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm exhausted. I know I'm I am. Spent, day man. <laughs> yep. It's all the love I can give. Now I have to sleep. All right. <laughs> so we'll see. All right. We'll see. Uh, we'll see next. We'll see each other next week when it's like President's Day or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. All right. Then. Thanks everyone for listening and calling in, Debbie, and um, and thanks a lot, Jamie, and. Of yep. course, to you, Jamie, for being and you. and to you, to you too, Matt. You sexy mm-hmm. beast, mm-hmm. you. Oh. All right. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Bye.